Welcome to the Daily Bolster. Each day we welcome transformational executives to share their real-world experiences and practical advice about scaling yourself, your team, and your business. Welcome to the Daily Bolster. I'm Matt Blumberg, co-founder and CEO of Bolster, and I'm here today with my friend Chris Eppel. Uh, Chris is a seasoned marketing executive who builds brands and drives business results with no compromise on either, which I love. Uh, Chris has worked at a bunch of really interesting brands over the years, uh, from Kraft to Pepsi to A&E, now at Harman. Chris, welcome to the Daily Bolster. Thanks for having me, Matt. All right. So my question for you today is, uh, how has marketing changed with COVID, with the pandemic? Um, you know, I think all of us who live through this are going to like mark time by the time before COVID and the time after COVID. But in particular, how has yeah. consumer marketing changed over the last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, I'd say post-pandemic, I think brands and our consumers are focused on digital availability. It's a, it's something that has always kind of been there, but really um, you've seen the change mostly in categories that previously weren't. So take take things like buying a car or trying on a pair of headphones. That was focused on going into a store. That was focused on face-to-face interactions. And now these types of companies need to find totally new ways to educate consumers and provide experiences when the store is now sometimes an afterthought. Interesting. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think for, for things that were already digital, clearly there was an acceleration. Sure. Uh, what you're talking about is really a step function for things where there was probably a website, but it wasn't expected to do very much other than like point you to a store and show you pictures of products. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, you think about you buy a car, right? You used to go in, you used to test drive it, you used to speak with the, the salesperson. You wanted to buy a pair of sunglasses, you'd go in, you'd try them on. Um, you Headphones certainly saw this. So, you know, companies that have now looked to reinvent that experience, whether it be send them in and try them on and send them back if you don't like them. Um, right. I that's, think that's, content- what War- that's what Warby Parker has done, which is so cool. Uh, you know, you just get five glasses in the mail in like a really nice packaging. You try them on and you send four of them back. They're probably hoping you only send two or three of them back and you keep extra. Yeah, well, I think Warby Parker had no idea the pandemic was coming, but is a brand that exemplifies how to be set up in a post-pandemic world. Um, I think content too. So take take um, electronics, right? You used to go in, you used to try headphones on. For for a while, that became absolutely not going to happen. And even still, I think the adoption of that is is a little bit people are a little skeptical. So content, uh, testimonials, influencers, all of that are ways that you're getting research, you're getting information in ways you had never gotten in the past. Yeah, that's that is really interesting. Um, so, give an example of something you're doing at um, at Harman. Yeah, so uh, Harman, um, w- one of our big focuses is on headphones. So, one of the things we've done um, is we've looked at different types of apps and applications where you could scan your face and try headphones on virtually. Um, as an example, you know things we've tested with and dipped our toes. I'm not saying they're all successful. Um, we've changed and made our return policies a lot easier. Um, uh, because we know that people are, you know, probably not as often going to go into a retail store and buy them. So let's make it easy to go to JBL.com, buy a pair of headphones and send them back um, as seamless as possible. Uh, So that's something we've done. Um, And then even though it's not JBL, but certainly our retailers, I mean, they've built all new retail dynamics, whether it's buy online, pick up in store, curbside pickups, just different ways to change the entire experience 
um, for how to shop. I think we've all seen, you know, you look at Amazon, the return policies have gotten so much easier um, because I know people are buying double, they're buying triple and returning, you know, one or two of the, the purchases. Yeah, and it looks obviously some um, some categories are easier to do that than others. Um, I think the the cars are another great example. Obviously, you're like you're not going to buy a bunch, right? But but the digital experience is going to um, continue to evolve there. Sure, and I think um, I, I think people will rely more on. And there's a weird connection between this new kind of post-COVID world and the rise of influencer marketing. I don't think it's a coincidence because people are maybe less apt to sit and spend an hour with a salesperson, but they'll listen to five or six, uh, you know, take Lexus, for example, because we work a lot with Lexus. Lexus has a full army of influencers who are creating content um, loosely and sometimes directly tied to car buying experience. And consumers now are much more willing to spend hours online watching those testimonials, which is time they would probably have spent in a store rolling up the windows, playing with the radio and trying out the car. Yeah, that's right. There's also an emerging category uh, that another friend of mine has a business in called conversational commerce, which I think is up and coming and mm. sort of blends those things together. Yeah. Uh, Chris Apple, marketing guru. Thank you so much for being with me. Today. <laughs> Thanks, Matt.